Who dat to another Saints win and welcome to the Who Dat Dish podcast, everyone. We are part of the fan side of network, bringing you everything New Orleans Saints, which includes news, analysis, opinions, and fantastic guests. As always, I'm your host, Dayton Brown, joined by a very relieved Twitter maniac, our senior analyst, Charlie Pollock. <laughs> what what a win on Sunday, and how was your victory week, Charlie? Uh, it's going okay. Not not too bad. Uh, a win always feels better than a loss, even, even a, a kind of an ugly win, I'll call it. But uh, not too bad. What's up, Tyler? How you doing, man? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Like you said, it it's a it's a win, but it's an ugly win. You know. And uh, speaking of that win, uh, we've actually got a few people to help us uh, review that game. So here with us are two guests with their very own podcast. These guys are these guys are all about great times, Saints football, and classic beers along the way. I'm happy, very happy to introduce Saints Craft Radio's Rick and Toots. How you guys doing? How are you guys doing after this one? What's up, guys? Hey, guys. Who that? Yeah, great to be with hey. you. Yeah, what a win, huh? Yeah, Man. we're pretty happy. One of the one of the, it's the most part. instant classic we had uh, on Sunday. We're gonna dive into it, but uh, appreciate appreciate you guys coming on the show. Um, obviously, you are all about Saints football and uh, amazing craft beer, and you guys are joining us from, uh, I guess, sunny San Diego, California. And yeah. uh, uh, really appreciate you guys coming That's on the show. Dope. But uh, yeah, wh- um, I, I I don't know. I'll ask you right now. I know we were probably going to save it to the end, but I really want to know now. Um, what what was your guys' uh, beer of choice after uh, the Saints win? What what what'd you guys go to? I think I, I think I went to hard liquor right after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I actually literally did go to hard liquor. Yeah, in don't the blame there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 tough out here, like in on the West Coast, because the game starts at ten. So. Yeah. I still I still need to wake up and I need to drink coffee. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to finish my cup of coffee right before the game starts and then I start drinking beer then I start drinking beer yeah. early. So you get you have that jitters of the caffeine, then the buzz of the beer, mm-hmm. and then the bl- high blood pressure because of the Saints. It's oh, yeah, not it's a, just perfect combination. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's a good Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> East Coast fans will never know the struggle of, of West Coast football fans and how early we got to wake up on Sundays to yeah. to watch your favorite well, teams. Okay. How early we have to start fan. I get that, but how about the flip side? Like it's uh, you know almost ten o'clock here. Past your for bedtime. Thursday night football, it's like past, nighttime yeah. games, it's yep. definitely better for the West Coast. It's past definitely. your bedtime, Charlie. Is that past? Oh, your it's way, dude. It's way past. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd that's true, though. Faster. That's true. I'd much rather wake up early than stay up late. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. I'd much rather wake true. up Sunday and just immediately watch football. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Twenty-four-seven. I guess it's not as bad as some college football games or even NBA fans who are on the East Coast, West Coast, because some games won't start till like ten thirty p.m. Eastern time. And, yeah. uh, and then you got to stay up to like one thirty in the morning or something to watch oh, your favorite team. Dude, it's terrible. Crazy it's stuff. Terrible. Absolutely crazy. But um, yeah, we'll do it. anyway, guys, yeah, again, appreciate you guys coming on the show. We're going to dive right into uh, reviewing the, the game. Uh, before we do that, though, if you guys want to plug away your social media before we jump into it, let, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Literally and all Twitter. the social media. Yeah, all social media is at St. Craft Radio. One word. No S, no S altogether, and uh, and yeah, we drink, have a good time, talk about some Saints in football, and and talk about a little bit of beer. Yeah, and we try to be very like we're very awesome. active, probably on on the like on the Twitter side, uh, yeah. Instagram also, Facebook not so much. 
Fantastic stuff, guys. Love it, love it. Uh, we're all about good times and Saints football as well. You guys can follow Charlie at St. Charlie. You can follow Tyler at Raymond Tyler M. You can follow myself oh, at Dayton thanks. underscore Brown underscore. And uh, you can also follow the official podcast Twitter at the WDD Podcast. Also, be sure to head over to whodatdish.com for fantastic Saints articles. Uh, if you're not living there, you should be, especially if you are a diehard Saints fan. Great content coming out of there. But let's jump into the game that happened this past Sunday in Atlanta. The Saints... One and one on the road so far this season. Get the win in Atlanta in overtime. So they're also uh, have a 100% win percentage uh, when it comes to overtime games in 2018 season so far. So that's awesome. 43 to 37 was the final score. It was an absolute shootout. Saints got exposed in a couple of areas, but they also looked at just fantastic on offense. So again, it was a little bit reminiscent of a few years ago. Um, it's more specifically 2015 or even like a 2012, 2013 type of season where the offense is just absolutely on fire, lining up, and we see an exposed secondary. We'll get to all that later on, though. But Drew Brees was fantastic, setting records as well. Uh, he was 39 of 49, 346 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He had a two rushing touchdowns, including a spin move off of two Atlanta Falcons. You guys have seen that clip already. Just absolutely great stuff. He's Michael Vick, dude. I, I thought I was watching it in slow motion, but it was actually just a yeah. roll. It was his a really spin. slow spin. <laughs> Brian Poole, man. It was awesome. Yeah, he, he just looked that. Brian Poole was, was, was just looking the most in slow motion. Like, as, as slow as Drew Brees was, the way that, that Brian Poole approached that, that was that was just awful. But uh, yeah. great, great spin move by Drew Brees nonetheless. Um, and obviously, he had a clean pocket the entire game. Um, I don't believe uh, – he was only sacked one time for a five-yard loss. Um, other than that, absolutely clean pocket for Breeze, and he was able to step up, you know, do his little uh, roll out of the pocket, and, and he rushed a little bit more than we were expecting, especially down there in the red zone. Two rush touchdowns, including the uh, game winner there in overtime. The offense, uh, again, Drew Breeze, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, that's how it's been the entire season. That's how it was on Sunday, over 500 total yards on offense. Breeze set the all-time completion percentage, or sorry, all-time completion record for most completions in a career, uh, passing Brett Favre. So every pass from now on and Drew Breeze that he completes, he just – he. Uh, bolstering that record he's, he's setting more and more to record so that's fantastic and he has now completed over 80 percent of his passes no interceptions so far um uh, and three touchdowns as well alvin kamara 16 carry 66 yards uh he was looking great uh but breeze was the only person with uh, or only player with rushing touchdowns michael thomas 10 catches 129 yards 38 receptions through three games uh, and he only needs three more to break the four-game record in the NFL. He has a three-game record, the two-game record, and uh, now the Saints uh, all-time receptions in a one-game record. So he, he's breaking records. Before I go on, guys, I want to get to uh, you guys from Saints Craft Radio. Um, overall thoughts, let, let's just start out with the offense, more specifically Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Kamara the three musketeers on the Saints offense. Uh, how impressed were you guys, uh, how they were able to keep their composure throughout the game, You know, watching that defense kind of get carved up on the road, um, same old, same old Drew Brees, obviously, but he was able to show off some more uh, magic out of him. Uh, what do you guys think of, of these guys? How proud of you uh, are you of this offense? And, and what was your takeaway overall from this offense? Well, um, honestly, um, the offense was was really impressive. Again, uh, um, Michael Thomas and Kamara Brees are, the, are basically our offense. But watching that game, um, I mentioned it on our podcast uh, it made me feel like we were watching the Vikings game as that game progressed because it was such a shootout back and forth. Like 
And honestly, the pride as a Saints fan watching watching the boys come back and and you know not get not get defeated when Calvin Ridley's burning us, uh, you know, um, just the 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 fight that the offense has, knowing that the defense is not, we haven't found our groove yet. Yeah. So the fact that the offense is you know able to go out there and the defense knowing who we're targeting yeah, and they still can't. Yeah, that's amazing. They still can't do nothing. So that's that's my my take of the offense. Um, it's looking good. I just can't wait till Mark Inger comes back. Oh my goodness, yeah. Because I was watching <laughs> highlights of the uh, uh, Giants Saints game from a few years ago when it was uh, you know that that absolutely uh, crazy scoring fest, and Mark mm-hmm. Ingram was a huge part in that. And uh, unfortunately, he's going to miss Sunday. But once he comes back, that just that just reminded me of how important he was. And obviously, through the first two weeks, the Saints were dead last in the NFL in rush yards per game. Uh, upped that a little bit this past week, uh, thanks to uh, Kamara and Breeze. But uh, yeah, Ingram is is absolutely missed. And uh, I guess the only other negative about this offense was was um, uh, the penalties, maybe. But a lot of the penalties were also on the defense. But overall, as a team, they had 11 penalties accepted for 120 yards. So that just some discipline issues need to be cleaned up. But the team was missing Andres Pete, so it was impressive to see how they were able to uh, hold up off on the offensive line without him. Charlie, Tyler, what do you guys think uh, uh, of the offense overall, obviously? And uh, Michael Thomas con- continuing to set records. Same with uh, uh, Drew Brees, obviously. Uh, first guy to, to have that sat line. No interceptions, two rush touchdowns, three passing touchdowns, uh, and over 350 yards. Absolutely balling. What was you guys' takeaway? You can uh, go first, Charlie. Okay, well... You know, overall, like takeaway of the game, I guess from an offensive standpoint is what's sort of annoying is in order for us, it's like a common theme. It's like Breeze has to be Superman. He has to be perfect for us to be competitive and win these games. But like we we scored, you know, it seemed like with ease, but we worked more for our points than the Falcons did. I mean, the Falcons. Yeah. You know our defense would blow coverages, yeah. and Matt Ryan and would make us would make us pay. Where it's like Breeze has to be perfect, and Michael Thomas has to continue to play like the best wide receiver in the league for us to be able to move the chains, get the ball down the field, and score. I mean, there were some drives where we scored with ease, but um, yeah, I mean, if it's not for those three guys, Breeze, Kamara, and Thomas, then our offense kind of sputters a little bit. I mean, I thought. And Nathan, you you talked about it on the last episode when we were doing our preview. You, you said you'd like to see a little bit more of Ben Watson. Ben Watson had a couple, couple just great catches. Yeah. Um, and Ted Ginn stepped up. Ted Ginn did his thing. He had he had a uh, he rushed. You know he he scored our first touchdown, which was, yeah. that was that was a good touchdown. That wasn't a neat. That was not a gimme. Smooth. Um, yeah, good move. And it was cool to see Cam Meredith get a get a touchdown. I, I, you know. He had one. He had one target, one catch for a touchdown. But you know, you'd like to see him get a little bit more involved as we move on. You'd like to see the running game figure itself out. I mean, we had over 100 yards rushing. I think we had like 140 something yards rushing. But a lot, a big a chunk of that came from Taysom Hill. Mm. And uh, you know, you just don't know how sustainable yeah. that is, especially going you know down down the road. You want to. We have to be able to establish a running game. Um, but I mean, obviously, we win the game, and Breeze is Superman, and you're you're pleased with with that performance. Yeah, like Tyler. Yeah, um, it's funny, you know. Uh, obviously, you're being a bit more realistic, but I'm just going to be optimistic. Uh, I'm just a uh, I'm high on the Saints right now. But um, uh, you know, the Saints right now are like 
a perfect triangle. You know, name me a better trio in the NFL with a wide receiver, running back, and a quarterback. You can't because the Saints are on top. And when you get Mark Ingram back, they became they become a perfect uh, quad. You know, they become a perfect square. There but, you um, go. There you go. I, I'm pretty there happy. I, li- I like it. The square. There you go. That's the yeah. One. I'm just happy with everything. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. And um, did, Tyler, I know last week you kind of had uh, uh, a little bit of uh, things to say uh, to Max Unger and his performance. Did you think he stepped up on Sunday? Uh, I mean, he, he didn't let Drew Brees get killed, so yeah. that's a positive. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, you know, uh, any week they don't get him killed and he has a solid performance. Yeah, I, I'm game for that. And, you know, and and the Falcons had a lot of injuries, especially on defense, and they for lost sure. uh, their their other starting safety. They had already lost uh, uh, Count O'Neill for for the year with a, a torn ACL, yeah, and, and 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 yeah, and now they lost uh, or and obviously linebacker Deion Jones too went on to IR, and then they lost Robert Alford, their other uh, starting safety. Uh, and I think no, 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 it was um, it wasn't Alford's their corner, right? Ricardo Allen. It was Ricardo Allen. Oh, he, oh, my he bad. Blew his, uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. Blew yeah. his Achilles. Achilles during the game. And, uh, all the same team. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I don't – you never want to see a team get decimated like that, no. even the Falcons, the team that we hate the most. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to be honest. Like, our, us going against the decimated defense, I mean, you have, you have to acknowledge that. I'll take the win. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, I mean – <laughs> that defense full strength, that might have been a different game. And Allen had just signed an extension earlier this offseason with the Falcons, too. So very unfortunate to we see. We lost more of our own, too. And, yeah, um, the Saints also had uh, Patrick Robinson. At first, uh, I mean, it was believed to be just a high ankle sprain. Or I guess before they ran tests, that was, I guess, the initial thought. But turns yeah. out it was a, a broken ankle. Uh, and he was placed on IR, unlikely Thanks, to return for the season. Yeah, terrible block. That was a terrible block. That man. That should yeah, be illegal. I mean, that that it should be. I mean, he should dove. Be. He dove for for P. Rob's like shin. Yep. You know, and snapped uh, it. Snapped he it should out. be. He should be expecting some sort of letter from the NFL. Yes. At least a fine right now. Should have came on Monday. Should have yeah. came on Monday. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not coming. It's it should. Right. It should have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's very unfortunate for the Saints. And I, I, I let, let's just jump into that too because that's the other uh, the, the glaring positive for the Saints was obviously the offense, but the team gave up 37 points uh, to the Falcons uh, and uh, three touchdowns to Calvin Ridley alone. He torched PJ Williams for one of them 75 yards. I mean, he torched PJ Williams for for a, a whole bunch of yards, but the 75 yard one was uh, bad. So was the double move for his first touchdown. That's that's I don't know. Watching that play again, that's like I like. That's something I would have done like in high school. Like like that's 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 type of stuff that corners yeah. shouldn't bite on. Like he bit re- and it was delay it was a delayed bite on the route too if if you watch it. Like I mean, Ridley's already going back and 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 uh PJ's just then stepping up to like cover the hitch and he, and he's behind He has himself. no PJ has no confidence. No. That's didn't. that that right there when you it's terrible. It, it shows you that he in addition to the rest of our secondary have zero confidence in what they're seeing. They don't talk to each other, and they don't trust what they're seeing and what they're doing. What, 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 how, what do you guys feel about like the, the pressure though that he was in? Like, you know, he all of a sudden, because I don't know if it was early in the week where they said, "Okay, you're going to be starting ahead of Crawley." Right. Uh, That's you know, a good point. That that, that I, I still, I'm 
I'm trying to, I'm not trying to find an excuse for him or anything like that. But, but yeah, it, it was a pretty big position that he was placed in. Yeah, I mean, that's why he, he was drafted. I mean, PJ Williams was, we drafted him in the what second round, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he had Something first like round grades. I mean, he had the talent coming out of Florida State to be a first round corner, and, but he had and, some off, off, yeah, he had some off the field issues that kind of bumped him down a little bit. And, and he's been with the team for quite a while now. He's been with he's been with the team for a while. He's had other opportunities to start. He's played in big games. I didn't. I don't necessarily think the pressure of having to cover a, a rookie would would amount to something that would affect his play. I just think in general, Good the point. secondary is completely out of sorts. I mean, and I, I can get into that a little bit more later. But I mean, it's just it's just yeah, obvious. Every to. single one of these games. The secondary, they really have no idea what's going on. And Crawley was, I guess, played a little bit better than than Williams overall, but that's, I mean, that's not saying too much. Lattimore so, played good. And yeah, no, yeah, Marshawn Lattimore did play good. And and when they switched Lattimore over to Ridley, had Crawley shadow Julio Jones, it seemed to at least slow things down a little bit for for the Falcons. Uh, I, and I think the most impressive stat for this defense overall was the fact that the Falcons were just 4 of 11 on third down conversions. That's a positive on anything under 50%. The Saints were right at 50% as an offense, 7 for 14. So a little bit of an advantage there. Other than that, the Fal- and I mean, the, the, the rush defense by the Saints too. Uh, uh, they only gave up uh, 48 rushing yards to the Falcons compared to the Saints, 143. So it was just the 359 passing yards by Matt Ryan. And, you know, the, the efficiency that he's shown – uh, 26 to 35 and the five touchdowns too is absolutely killer but I I, I think you highlight um, obviously Calvin Ridley Julio Jones still able to get his own even if he didn't score a touchdown uh, five catches 96 yards he was still tearing it up um, so yeah overall I think that's what we got to worry about the defense but um, I and I'll, I'll ask all you guys uh, is it just a matter of I know Charlie you you believe that it's just a matter of Crawley needs to step up. He is going to be that starting cornerback too. It's it's all dependent on him. The Saints are going to be able to bring a guy in to to solve their problems right away. Um, but what kind of moves are you guys either expecting or want from the Saints now that we have Robinson on IR um, after this game? And, and what, taken away after watching the game, do you think there's any guys out there that could help kind of at least band-aid these, these problems for the Saints for now? Here, I'll go quick really first. Um, I think, Charlie, you mentioned it best on Twitter. I don't know if we need to bring in anybody. We just need to be confident. Uh, I'm learning I'm learning new terms. I forget the new term. But uh, the Saints need to use a three-safety set, use our best players, and um, they need to just, like, roll with who they've got. Uh, Ken Crawley, uh, I know drugs are illegal in the NFL, but if anybody has any drugs, then enhance your confidence and, and or maybe your – your ability to cover a rookie, uh, give that to Ken Crawley, please, and maybe some PJ Williams too. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm not forwarding this podcast to the uh, yeah, to the commissioner. Don't. We don't, we don't, we don't endorse. Uh, drug- <laughs> we endorse, we endorse uh, beer. Yeah, drinking no, no, I was sure. kidding, I was kidding. But, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> we are drinking beer, by the way. Yes, I heard, I heard it open. Give us uh, what, what, what you guys sipping on? We're actually, we're actually sipping on some local. We've been on the little. Uh, a trip with this uh, brewery, Novo Brazil Brewing in Chula Vista. That's where we're drinking today. It's a local local spot close to us. Um, got I'm, some good beers. I'm, I'm drinking a double IPA from them. What are you? I'm drinking, drinking a double IPA. Okay, Mine's more of a hazy. Hazy. Mine's supposed to be like a West Coast. West Coast. Yeah. 
So, uh, do you guys are do you guys have any? I mean, first of all, are you guys of drinking age? <laughs> Uh, Ty- um, yes, yeah, Tyler yeah, just we are. recently did. Charlie has okay, been so for a little this conversation. In May. Yes, absolutely. May. I'm old enough. <laughs> Happy birthday. Good. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, we just like to try different different stuff, and, and that's what we're drinking today. So we just, you know, just enjoying enjoying the experience of being on with you guys. We Definitely. really appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know if we, if we oh, mentioned likewise, it, really, absolutely. we really appreciate it. The honor is all ours. We really appreciate you guys yeah, coming on. Yeah, the honor on. is ours. Um, do you guys uh, expect anything out of the Saints for uh, fixing this cornerback problem? Or are you guys just thinking it's uh, kind of an internal thing? Uh, they signed uh, Springs to the practice squad. Um, haven't really brought anybody up, but they have brought in a couple guys for workouts. Well, Bashad, I agree. Um, yeah, and, and Derek Reed went to the Panthers, uh, and uh, Bashad Breeland went to the Packers. There's guys like David Amerson out there. You guys thinking anything different other than Early maybe more. just Carly stepping up? Think I well, can take I, care. Yeah, I think um, I think three guys that we we would love to have were like Natrell Jamerson, uh, Marcus Williams, and Cameron Moore. The guys like rookies <laughs> that we released, uh, pre, you know, pre 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 regular season. Yeah. Arthur Mullen. Um, yeah, Arthur Mollett, who got picked up by the Colts, and you know, it just it's like um, it's kind of head scratchers. But like, um, you know, I threw something out there, and it, you know, why not? Because um, we don't have any draft picks for next season, anyways. But it, like, if we offered a second round pick and and you know a sweetener to the to the Seahawks, you, you don't want Earl Thomas on our defense? No. No? Mm, no, no, I'm not doing I, that. He's, interesting. He's, I'd like Earl Thomas. He's, uh, it's interesting. Would, who, who, yeah. who, who are you going to play over him? Marcus Williams. He's, well, they no. play the exact same position, the single right. high. And that's and and so the thing is, like, but adding a adding a, a guy of his caliber and in in the locker room as well. Like, do you just try to make it work? Because we haven't found a combination that works this season yet. Yeah, so, I, you, I, I. It's it's. It's a big move, but I don't think our <laughs> issue is that is that safety. Like I don't I don't think Marcus Williams is the problem. He's he's playing cleanup back there right now because the corners they have no he's idea what's going on. He's hung out to dry a lot. So, yeah, um, I think one of the issues and is that it, it's the same logic behind everyone on on Twitter was complaining about you know why aren't we. Why aren't we going after Reed? Why aren't we going after Reed? Because Reed plays safety. He doesn't play corner. We don't need we don't need safety help. I mean, that's you could that's, switch over. I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't, it's not as easy as snapping your finger right. and, and I know, I know. Coming I'm into a new system, you know what I mean? To just say, hey, you've played safety your entire life. Uh, you want to play corner today? You know, it's yeah. just, there's yeah, no just... one on the streets that's available that's going to walk right. into the locker room and get on the field and play better. But oh, what's really I, I, more, I, I think what Billy Moore can do, what he can do, is he can. He's been in the system, so he knows he knows the system. He can kind of be the you know the elder statesman in the in the cornerback room and help build these guys' confidence back up. Because for whatever reason, I think this is. I mean, this is my my theory as to what what's going on. I think that we had a crappy summer practice. I think because every day in training camp you saw, oh, Lattimore got smoked today. Crawley got smoked today. Mm-hmm. Every day you were seeing that these guys were having a bad summer practice. They didn't. They didn't come to this to into the summer program fully ready to t- to 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 start where we left off last year, where we had made a lot of progress in the secondary. They kind of came in loafing to be to make you know to to put it lightly. And I could see that. And we got smacked in the mouth week one. 
And, and do you know who who I saw? Do you know who I saw during the off season that was actually working get and getting better? Are the guys on? Well, no, I'm I'm talking about the guys on the on the offensive side. Kamara yep. pulling jeeps, oh, you know, gotcha. with his with his teeth, and and Mike Thomas working out. Yeah, uh, yeah. You saw yeah, those that, guys getting better, right. and and it's coming across on uh, during the season. And I think yeah, I think please. Marcus Williams will be fine. I really do think yeah, out think of all the secondary, Williams. I think he's he's playing the best. He's just he's having to do a lot of cleanup. Um, and I think not being fully prepared throughout the summer, starting week one and getting the shock of, I mean, that was a shock. I did not think that was going to happen. And if we felt that way, you know, the team had to feel a similar way, right? Sure. So they have no confidence whatsoever. They have to find their rhythm, find their trust, get their communication going back up. And I think they'll be fine. Like the only Preach. thing that's keeping me from completely freaking out over this season is the fact that compared to you know 2014 15 and 16 there's a lot more talent on the back end of the defense the the talent's there it just needs to get coached up like the the onus right now is on aaron glenn the defensive backs coach he has to get those positions playing he he has to this is all on him and this is a guy who was talked about you know in some circles there was a rumor that the Patriots wanted to interview him for their defensive coordinator position. So, like, if he's got that kind of, you know, repertoire around the league, he's got to get it done. And and Dennis Allen needs to come up with a game plan and coach these guys. He's on the hot seat. In, into, being, being, into being able to get it done. I mean, like, um, I, it just drives me absolutely insane. That and I think that this is probably one of the biggest failures in all of American sports, you know, since 2009, is the fact that Drew Brees works so hard, and it's not just what he does on the field; it's what he does in the what he does for New Orleans. It's what he does, you know, in the locker room as a leader, as he sets an example. It's like there's no one in the league that outworks Drew Brees, and then what he does on the field, he's Superman because he has to be Superman. And the fact that the Saints haven't been able to consistently give him a mediocre defense, it's to me, that's one of the biggest failures. Because if you put Breeze in New England, he has at least five rings like Tom Brady. At least. At yeah, least. For so, sure. And, I, and, I, and all of this, what I'm saying, the buck stops with Sean Payton. He's the one that hires his coaches. He's the one that staffs you know, the positions coaches. The, the time is now. There, Breeze is not getting younger. He's playing completely lights out. The offense is clicking. It it has to happen now. It has to happen. This is a. It, it just it drives me. It drives me insane to watch it. It's like I feel Us bad too. for Breeze. He's passing mm-hmm. records. You know what I mean. He's going to go down as probably the most prolific passer of all time, and he's going to have one Super Bowl ring. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. No, that's just, and no MVPs. I know exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I'll get off my soapbox. But the secondary problem is they're young kids. They're young kids who who tasted success early. You know, Lattimore's a rookie. Crawley in his second year. Marcus Williams as a rookie. Von Bell is he's actually not playing that bad in my opinion. No, he's playing Um, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. These these guys need to get. They need to have a wake up call, and it's got to happen now because this season we're two and one. But we're like a really ugly two and one. We're lucky. Yeah, September three and one. We're hot trash. Yeah, I mean, if we can go in October three and one, um, I'll feel okay because that tells me progress is coming. Yeah. Uh, Meet Mark is coming back. But yeah, I mean, this secondary stuff's got to get changed. It's got to get changed now. 
Yeah, if we're, I mean, if we're three and one in October, number one in the NFC South, I, I'd feel really comfortable. Well, number one in the NFC South, depending on how how Tampa Bay performs, but uh, right up there, at least tied. Um, but yeah, the 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 defense, yeah, it, it, it's crazy to look at over the years what could have changed with the not only the Saints' success but Drew Brees' overall accolades, uh, how they would have changed if we, if we just had. Uh, a guy like let, let's say like a guy like Earl Thomas earlier on uh Cleo yeah somebody uh, you know well yeah yeah or or a combination of, Peterson, of good guys up there Richard Sherman right somebody like that yeah somebody that <laughs> a, a gem maybe found the list the goes on or uh trading up or, or whatever but overall for yeah, the defense that we we draft Stanley Jean Baptiste yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah right and, Ooh, and somehow we still know that was so yeah, great name himself. I wish you would so worked out he had the perfect name to work out in, in, in New Orleans. Especially in New Orleans. Or, yeah. or we draft um, Stephon, we draft, Anthony. Uh, Stephon Anthony in yeah. the first round. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? But like, okay, we have the talent. That's the difference is right now we, yeah. ha- we have the yeah. talent. Yeah. And we the have – offense is nearly <laughs> perfect. If, if the back end can tighten up, the sack numbers for us are going to start to go through the roof yep. because that game, that Falcons game, Coach Payton said it right after the game that he thought we played well – in both sides of the ball in the, in the trenches, and he was right, man. When I went back and watched the game, our de- our defensive line was in that backfield yeah. all day. The problem is the receivers are running wide open, so it's not like Matt Ryan had to really worry about anything. Right. It's get to your you know your fifth step and your drop, and bam, the ball's out. If he has to clutch it or wait a little bit, we would have had even more sacks. Cam Jordan yeah. had two sacks, five total tackles. Marcus Davenport had uh, a sack as well. Shout out to him. His first one. First one uh, in the NFL. Demario Davis led the team in tackles with eight. Um, Jay Bromley contributed four. I'm, I'm glad that uh, we saw him step up a little bit. Cam Jordan had a very clutch sack that ended up not – I mean, the sack on Matt Ryan in the red zone to force a field goal, and then David Onyemata uh, punches the center in the head. Uh, and negates the field Stupid. goal. Falcons, Falcons as get a, a first down. As a Saints a fans, as, as Saints fans, like how surprised were you that Not you saw all. that flag after the field goal? Nope. Like it after, always after, happens. Yeah. Not at all. Ever since <laughs> the Brandon Browner days. Ever since the Brandon Browner days, I just expect flags almost exactly. after every yeah. every good momentum the defense gets. Um, Onya just kind of does dumb stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like he gets too I don't know how else to put it. He's got talent and all that. But he just he just really does stupid stuff. That was a great yeah. punch to the head though to the, on the center. Yeah, no, absolutely clutch. Yeah, <laughs> solid punch. Yeah, uh, oh, we forgot to mention the block punt too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, special team stepping up, block punt by Alex Okafor, recovered by Craig Robertson. Play uh, of the game. That was fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Perfect. That was that was fantastic. Never well, punt. Spin, I, spin move was the play of the game for me, but that block punt was was I might even been. Uh, uh, and and again, the Falcons against the Falcons, Saints always somehow find a way to get a blocked punt. Uh, it's, it's just <laughs> it's awesome. incredible. It's it's yep. inevitable. Uh, it's Murphy's yeah. law at work there for the Falcons uh, when, whenever sure. they line up to punt. Um, but AJ Klein is stepping up. I know he's a guy that we've wanted to see more out of. He's helping that linebacker core a little bit with Demario Davis. Um, Absolutely. And uh, um, obviously, Mar- uh, Marcus Davenport got his first sack. And um, through three weeks, the opposing quarterbacks against the Saints have passed on an average thir- 345 yards a game with 10 touchdowns, one interception, and the combined Ouch. passer efficiency rating is 141.7 out of 158.8. So that's uh, that's pretty bad. I don't um, think that's good, yeah. No, yeah, that's Wolf. really bad. So that just attributes more to, uh, obviously, that secondary um, just, just 
being really bad. But um, yeah. Taysom Hill stepping up a little bit, like we already mentioned. Um, but overall, on the, on the defense, let's talk about positives from the defense. Uh, what did you guys like out of that linebacker core? Uh, obviously, Manti Teo was out, uh, so Alex Anzalone gets the start in the middle. Um, and then front four, we are, we've already talked about Cameron Jordan, Marcus Davenport, Alex Okafor, and like Charlie was saying, winning in the trenches for that line. So that front seven overall, I guess more so the linebackers that we haven't talked too much about. What'd you guys think of, uh, uh their performances more specifically, uh, the way AJ Klein was able to kind of step up this game. Yeah, I agree. AJ Klein, um, last year, uh, the big, <clears throat> excuse me, signing for the linebacking core. And I think as a whole, Saints fans were left a little bit disappointed. Um, this year, however, um, I was, he's actually I was, showing I've up. Always, I've, been a, I've been a Klein fan since. Yeah, but season. I think he was a little bit dis- I, I was disappointed in him last year. This year, I feel like I was skeptical of his play, but he's actually been playing very well, coming up with some big stops that we didn't necessarily see last season. So I, I feel like we're, we almost got a grip on the linebacking situation. We're really close so that we can just, like, focus all of our attention this on the This Sunday is going to be a great test for that linebacker. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, we, and, and we we catch a break with Evan Ingram being out. So mm-hmm. so maybe that it, – it, whatever helps the confidence. Because I feel like we, we know what the defense can be. But like you guys were alluding to earlier, we are definitely lacking confidence. So however we can get it, we need it. And, and, and hopefully that might help the you know uh, our team like step up and and come through yeah for sure they're hitting the right gaps i'm pretty happy about that you know i think we've said before that um most of the issues have been you know like uh they're hitting the wrong holes or you know they're just not doing things right but they're they're doing really well and not only client but everybody as a whole I'm pretty happy. So I am. And just, Klein's a great blitzer too. So yeah, and I, but I am. Yeah, and and Klein had a clutch blitz on on Ryan uh, uh, in the game too that forced uh, I, I believe it forced an incompletion. Um, it did, and uh, which was fantastic. He just came, but I, I I still kind of wish this team had uh, I don't know a designated uh, uh, linebacker who's yeah yeah de- definitely a designated middle linebacker because when Teo's out you put in Anzalone and Anzalone. We've talked about this before. I think he's more so meant to be, I you know, an outside linebacker, a stronger weak. Um, Great. Weak for sure. Weak, yeah, weak for sure. Uh, Charlie's mentioned this throughout the entire preseason. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, so for him to, you know, kind of step up and play middle, it just kind of seems like we're, you know, throwing anything out there that we can because of the limited depth that we have overall as a team. Um, and, yeah, it is kind of – I'm also bummed that we don't really have a designated, I guess, rushing linebacker type uh, guy like uh, I don't know, may, not not Junior exactly. Gillette, maybe? Yeah. Question mark. Well, no. Oh, no, I don't want no. Wow. no. Come on, man. So you guys don't like Junior Gillette? Come on, <laughs> you saw my tweets, dog. You saw my tweets, man. Not. Come on, Junior. I, I had to man. throw that in there. I had to. No. Can I can I ask you guys real, real quick? Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but that's a dream. But um, talking about the linebacking core, yeah. um, one guy that that we saw was a huge piece of our defense last season that we really honestly haven't seen um, other than special teams this season is Craig Robertson. Yeah. Why won't yeah. they play him? Yeah, He's I don't so understand. athletically gifted. I mean, a freak of nature. I agreed. 
He's he's one of those guys uh, who's been in the same system. I mean, I I think if if we play him, the outcome is gonna is gonna mirror that of what we're seeing with Benjamin Watson at tight end, right? Veteran guy who's been around the Saints system for a while, uh, might be up there in age, but he's still able to produce high football IQ. Uh, very smart guy. He knows the linebacker duties inside and out. Well, yeah, why don't why don't we have that? Because we're playing a lot of young guys out there. Um, with I, I guess yeah, even Demario Davis is is still I'm well, still like twenty six, twenty seven years old. Uh, Angelo in the second year, yeah and, yeah, and he's still learning. So put in Craig Rice, especially a middle linebacker, right? Craig Rice right. is going to be able to man the middle. He's been a captain. Yeah, he's before. done it before. Yeah, he's yeah. a captain this year too. Oh, he's a captain. My bad. Yeah, no, he's yeah, a yeah, captain yeah. even this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, he knows the drill. I don't know. What do you think of Charlie? You with that? You uh, with that jig? Yeah, I mean, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> don't forget uh, your cousins for me. Um, the, our two most talented linebackers are Demario Davis and Alex Anzalone. So the coaching staff is trying to get those guys on the field. I mean, as far as athleticism, those two, in my opinion, are the most athletic. And then sort of the problem with that is they're kind of like they play the same – they play the same spot, you know. Um, they're both more of a weak side linebacker, and I've been saying this since we've tried, you know, since preseason is like we have uh, Demario and Anzalone who could both play weak side linebacker. We have Teo and Klein who could both play middle linebacker, I think. Um, and then we don't really have like a strong side linebacker, so it's by default is Klein, who's who's playing better. I mean, that's a that is a tough – That's. I mean, to me, that's the toughest overall. I mean, I guess middle linebacker is hard because you got to get – you're basically the quarterback of the defense, and you got to be able to go sideline to sideline. But, like, I don't – I mean, Craig is good. What's crazy about Craig is every time he plays, it's like he seems to make plays happen, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. the – It's incredible. The strip- Amazing one-headed grab on the sidelines if you guys caught it in the first quarter last week, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the thing with Craig, though, is he's also – like the guys that are on the field is he's pretty inconsistent you know it's like you can see him get completely eaten alive in the run game or or blow yeah. up but then he'll then he'll get like an interception which our linebackers never get interceptions no or, it's not you know, like that blitz last year against the uh the lions where he just basically took the ball right out of matthew stafford's hands like mm-hmm. i think that's those are the plays we remember and those are those are clutch plays i mean i don't know man i don't i really don't know i don't think craig is Talent wise is that far off from these guys, but he, he he's been around. He's you know the captain of the team. Everybody loves him. He I don't know, man. I I don't know what's up with that, but I think they're just kind of given the benefit of to these younger, more athletic guys in the hopes that they can they can do it, knowing that they have Craig Robertson in their back pocket. Is Mike, is Mike Nolan listening to this podcast right now? Hopefully, Hopefully. Mike. <laughs> Mike listens to it every before he goes to sleep. <laughs> Mike, come on. I wait. We, should, you we should try to get him on the show. That's a guy you don't hear about, man. Yeah. Last summer, it was all Mike Nolan. You know, he's right. gonna he's gonna come into the defense. He's got a great defensive mind. He was a head coach. He and then you could kind of see it last year, but man, mm. you hear nothing about that. Yeah, and I mean, I, you could you could uh, you know give him a lot of props for uh, the sun success of Manti Teo from last year. Uh, if you want to pin anything on, but so far this year, yeah, not a lot of it's. It's been a little bit of shuffling around. It's. It's. I don't know. The linebacker core is very weird. But hey, you know why? Here's my overall reason why is we don't have like the difference in talent of these guys is not that much. So mm-hmm. if you don't have three guys who above and beyond stand out from the other guys, yeah, 
this is the kind. This is what you get. And you, you need know, to you play get... roles. Certain. I mean, roles for linebackers are. You have to get like Anthony Barr, fantastic middle linebacker. You're not. You can rush him, but you're not really going to play him weak side or, or strong. You're, you want him in the middle. Same with a guy like. Uh, I mean, I guess Clay Matthews is kind of a, a bad example, but um, you got guys like that. You know and, their roles. You got to play. Yeah, they know their roles. They got to play their roles. They got to stick to kind of what they know. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think Anzalone really belongs in the middle at all. Um, but if, if you're if you're just going with the best talent out there, I don't know. I why why not why not Demario Davis in the middle? Let yeah, the I NFL mean Demario Davis. Year. Come he's, on, Demario Davis is a smart guy. He can do it. Yeah. It's not like he's a run and hit kind of guy. I mean, which I'm, that's what yeah. that's what Stephon Anthony was. That was his problem. Yeah. He was a run and hit guy. But Demario Davis is a smart dude. He can he can wear the green dot and be the middle linebacker. But I think um, like Tyler was saying earlier, we run more three safety sets. The, yeah. the term you're looking for, Tyler, is called big nickel. Yeah, regular That's nickel it. is yeah. with three three corners, so three safeties is big nickel. And we've ran that a lot in the past. I mean, that big nickel was before we you know, got Klein and Teo and Anzalone. And last year, big nickel was our base defense. So I can see a lot of a lot of that coming back. Even you know, and, th- and this means Kurt Coleman, our you know free agent Who? acquisition, yeah, that's <laughs> he's he's gonna have to step up into a bigger role. Six and a half million dollars, yeah. which which I mean, I, I guess isn't that terrible. But when you have guys, you know, uh, coming free, up the streets, who could yeah, exactly the vet minimum you could get, and and they, they're gonna have similar production to what Coleman's that's had. What, uh, yeah, but if you go season. back, if you go back, there was a time right now. Kurt Coleman w- was, I mean, for for a couple years was up, you know up there in the league for interceptions and yeah. he's also an interchangeable guy he can play both free and strong like, yeah there's more he gives you more diversity than say kenny vaccaro could sure. he's more of he's a better cover guy he's, he's better in space than, yeah. better better in space than kenny kenny yeah. in space gets lost um you know kenny is your we're true talking about coleman yeah right yeah i think i mean if we're going to compare kenny to kurt kurt gives us more than what kenny could do but the I only thing right now though is that we're playing so, so much single single high safety that he gets lost sometimes and like muddled in the middle somewhere well yeah if we're playing a lot of single high which that's honestly that's what our defense suits marcus williams is ball hawk safety mm-hmm. uh marshall Lattimore is supposed to be the lockdown guy like that's what we should be working right now sh- i know i know it's not working and then when we play zones we can't pass our guys off through our zones mm-hmm. we don't communicate like you can see a guy goes into a zone and goes to another zone there's no communication there. I'm, like, I'm scared to face OBJ next week for that exact reason. I'm worried for Sterling like Shepard. Shepard, too, out of the slot. Yeah. That's why I'm Marky, freaking out. Everybody. Yeah, if yeah. you guys are betting, guys, I would bet bet the over in that yes. game. Yes. Yeah. Bet the over in every Saints game until our defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not to mention Saquon Barkley, too. That scares yeah. me. Yeah. Even though, I mean, again, rush defense last game and throughout the, the, the season so far has been impressive, but... Uh, scary uh, second so. overall pick coming at us uh, this upcoming Sunday. Anything else you guys want to say about the game overall before we get to the last couple pointers here? Uh, obviously, we talked about how great the offense was. We talked about a little bit of the the flaws we saw, but no turnovers, which which was great. Um, and uh, on the other side, though, the defense giving up big plays. Anything else you guys want to mention about this team? What you guys saw on Sunday? I love Taysom Hill. Yes, that is awesome. Taysom Hill. He's awesome. <laughs> Let's Everybody check. loves Taysom. I uh, I'd like to see the defense start creating turnovers, man, because the offense is clicking so hard. Huh? Yeah, I, 
Give him a reason to pose. Yeah, let's get that boom going. Like yeah. we uh <laughs> we our our offense is playing so good. Like we've got to figure out ways to get the ball back to him. Yeah, for for me, I think we just need to count our blessings. You know, like we're 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 complaining and and that we know that they have flaws and there's improvements that need to be done. But we're luckily at a two and one record, mm-hmm. not at a oh, you know very true. one and two or zero oh, oh and three. three. Yeah, so imagine. Yeah. Because if we were zero and three and having the same conversation, that it's it's completely different than hard being liquor at two and one. The hard liquor. <laughs> yeah, we would be. Yeah, we, we, we would shots be, right now. So yeah, yeah, we would be called Saints Hard Liquor Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Saints Very Blackout. True. Yeah, I, mean, I can. <clears throat> I'd be I under a get, rock right now. Yeah. <laughs> at times I get really. You've heard some of our episodes. It's up, it ends up that way. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, it's easy to get negative. I mean, for me, it's easy to get negative because I yeah. see like the difference in this team than the other seven and nine crappy team. Like this team True. can win a Super Bowl, and so like when you yeah. see the, the same the same problems for three weeks, it's mind numbing. Yeah. Also, it shout is. out to a guy we haven't mentioned, uh, Will Lutz. Uh, perfect three of Flux. three with a long of uh, forty nine. So. Shout out to him. Like four or four for extra points. So, I mean, I, I don't know. After he I, he only missed one last week, but that was uh, not uh, very like him to, you know, even miss one in a game. So, good to see him bounce back a little bit from that. Um, but, yeah, overall, good team win. We had to fight and we had to claw, and there were a lot of flaws like we talked about. But I, I think moving forward, a lot more confidence in this team than we had after our win last week against the Browns. Uh, even though it was, you know, even closer, we went into overtime this time, didn't, didn't have to do that for the Browns. So it it was even closer, but, um, it beat a very impressive Atlanta Falcons teams. And oh my gosh, does it feel good to say that we beat the Falcons, uh, beat the dirty birds, man, in Atlanta, Atlanta, exactly. exactly. They're averaging 28.3, uh, their defense game, by the way, up. offensively. Yep. Oh, oh, is Zing. that their offense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The jokes or write themselves. Never forget, Tony Birds. Never forget. Um, and they were they were trying to fight each other after the game too. That's how mad they were. They're trying to I fight. Saw each other. I saw those yeah. videos. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, but uh, I'm I'm actually gonna just I I really want to get to know more uh from you guys um at, over at saint craft radio and i know our audience does too so just I, I i guys just i guess just give us the general backstory how you guys met uh inspiration to create the podcast i know you've talked about it before in the past but for our audience uh and 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 just for me i want to i want to hear it as well um how, how'd you guys meet how'd you come up with the idea for for the saint craft radio and um and bets parts of the show what 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 what's most rewarding from it for you guys I know um, my most rewarding part, but I'll let you go first. Oh, it's, I mean, it's it's to being able to no, it's to be able to record with me. Oh yeah, that not, too, that too. <laughs> but uh, uh, we we've we've known each other for a very long time. So we've known each other since like the early '90s, back in high school. Uh, We're so old we, guys. So yeah, uh, and and uh, so we grew up together. Uh, it's, it's one of those more like it's not really friendship. It's more like family. Uh, we're two guys that. I mean, the, the 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 common love is football. So anytime we would get together and drink, it's, it's we're drinking and we're talking football, and we would always end up like the conversation, like, oh, we should be recording this. We should we, we should start a podcast one day, and uh, and one day we did. And yeah, and, I, and last year, uh, my wife actually uh, got us a microphone. She like hooked it up to the laptop, start recording, and uh, basically that's where that's where we started. That's and now awesome. that's you awesome. guys, yeah. 
No, it, it, it's been it's been something that we talked about for a long time. Um, you know, we, we wanted to have our little angle um, to everything, so we, we did the we did a little beer angle because we we do like to drink beer. Um, and I mean, another and another big reason why we started this podcast is also because you became a Saints fan. So like, well, yeah, I, I I was a Chargers I, fan. He was a Chargers previously, fan. Previously, yeah. um, we are in San Diego, so. Uh, when they left, um, I became a free agent. Uh, I did my recruiting. He did his recruiting. Yeah, it was it was down to the Dolphins and the Saints. Uh, I don't know oh, why. Wow. No, those are the, the the final two teams. Um, I went with the Saints and I haven't looked back. And I mean, uh, you know, being a Saints fan, you, you realize like um, the the community, and I mean, not just on Twitter, but Saints fans in general. Like, uh, it, it's there. Yeah, there's a passion there, and and that. Uh, that I did, you know, see with being a Chargers fans, but it's just not the same. And um, and honestly, uh, it's it's been it's been amazing. And the I mean, there is some like old Charger connections to the to the Saints, so that did help me um, like introduce. Yeah, yeah. There was there was there was that, and there was also because we always talk shit about. I mean, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know if you guys are. Oh no, you're, you're fine. Yep. Okay. So, right now. so, uh, so we would always talk crap about each other's team. So, like, you have to, like, if I'm talking crap about the, the Chargers, I needed to know about the Chargers, and it was vice versa. So even though he wasn't a fan, he knew about the Saints. And, and, uh, and, then, also, and then also, anytime the Saints and the Chargers played each other, you know, we, 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 came to, we, we saw them play at Qualcomm. We saw the uh, infamous uh, backward pass uh, from Aaron Brooks. We saw that live. We've traveled to New Orleans together. He was a Charger fan at the time to watch the, the Chargers play the Saints. So he, we, he's, he had been in the city. He, he just sees the culture. He, the, he, you know, and, and it's the, that love was inside. He was always a closet fan. I was just able to go in the closet with him and pull him out. Yeah, so that I mean, that's just kind of why we were, we're you know, we, we started the podcast. Yeah, um, and then we love beer. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we talk about beer and we drink it. And we try to have oh. fun, you know, just kind of yeah. like, and we're, we're not experts and we don't, we don't pretend to be experts. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's we more, just like it's to more, talk, it's more know, about like a couple guys in the pub. Exactly. Having a beer and, having just a beer and talking, talking some, exactly. talking some uh, shop, some shop. Love it. No, that's, oh, that's, that's fantastic. Awesome. That's kind of, that's our foundation too. Uh, just, you know, chilling, talking about the saints and yeah. Uh, and the best podcasts usually start from, Hey, we're having these great conversations in person. Why not just record them? Why 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 not give them to the world? Because then that's where the authenticity comes out. That's where you have fun. That's where you're passionate about it. So that's great to hear. Fantastic stuff. Do you guys have a like favorite beer that you've drank on the show? Do you have like one or two that you can choose from? I know you've you've you've, you've tried quite a few. Uh, is there my one? Fa- my favorite beer is the next one. <laughs> okay. Your favorite beer is free, and second favorite is cold. Is, yeah, right. whichever is next beer that's getting poured is my favorite. But I mean, we like looking back. I think it's a couple of things. Uh, we have a favorite brewery that we yeah. probably that we that we really enjoyed last season. Um, Electric. Uh, for for me, like personally, I always I remember beers that were kind of different. So I, we had a, a, a triple IPA that was made with dragon dragon fruit. So it was a, a triple IPA, but it wow. poured out red, which was pretty amazing. And then we had another double ipa that had was made with like rose hips so like something completely Some different those are the ones that just like, tastes amazing yeah that's yeah. awesome but, but yeah great beer is that's being cool. poured everywhere and the best the part is uh is they have alcohol in them so yeah 
<laughs> so when we, you know when the Saints don't play so well or the defense isn't uh, up to par, it, it does help. Uh, it helps ease the Sunday into Monday, and yeah. it helps celebrate the win. Very oh, good. for exactly. sure. It's it's yeah. uh, double sided yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, great Here's, stuff though. That that right. sounds that sounds really good. Dragon fruit is is uh, definitely a hot commodity in the uh, uh, food world nowadays. I always see it on Chopped watching yeah. uh, on Food Network and stuff and most other <laughs> shows. It's Dragon Fruit's yeah. awesome. But um, no, that's great, guys. Uh, let's jump into our final point of the podcast. It's tradition around here. It's reasons why we love the Saints. Uh, you guys have pretty much already uh, covered why uh, you became Saints fans and why you guys love them. So uh, we'll just go to me, Tyler, and Charlie. If you guys want to chime in with something recently you guys love as well, it's just – Talk about things recently, uh, either in the news, on social media, that the Saints have done, or Saints players, uh, which gives us another reason to love them. For me this week, uh, Michael Thomas favorited a tweet of mine earlier today, um, which was fantastic. I didn't even tag him in the tweet, so and I didn't use his full name in it either, so I'm not sure exactly how it popped up on his timeline, but... He saw it. He He's saw my name. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> hope he is, man. If you're listening right now, give me a follow, MT, and uh, we'll, we'll hash something out. But he favorited uh, somebody on Twitter, a Falcons fan, said, um, imagine thinking Michael Thomas is even close to Julio. Only Saints fans are that delusional. Obviously, that kind of, you know, irked me, pissed me off, if we're being completely honest, because that's it's just stupid stuff to say. Um, it's irrational. It's irrational. So, obviously, uh, you know, uh, I, I had to say something. So, I said, Julio, well, I'm not even going to say it. You guys can find it on my Twitter. Follow me at Dane underscore Brown underscore. But, anyway, I just mentioned Julio's in his seventh season. MT's in his third. MT's going to have better numbers by the time he's in year seven than Julio, most likely, at the rate he's going. So, it's really, overall, an unfair comparison to compare their careers. But if we're talking trajectories – I mean, Michael Thomas is obviously better, and uh, he has more touchdowns than Julio Jones already. Uh, you know, I guess I don't, I don't know what the exact stat is, but it's some, there's some crazy touchdown time. stats for Julio Jones that uh, he hasn't gotten one in quite a while. So, uh, but anyway, I'll go to you, uh, you, Charlie or Tyler, whichever one of you guys. Charlie, you can take go, bud. Uh, yeah, I'll just say uh, we we kind of talked about it a little bit today with the. Uh, the Saints and Falcons rivalry and the clutch blocked punts. Um, I don't know what it is about playing the Falcons, but those blocked punts that we've had are clutch, be it turning you know an entire season around or just a moment in the game. And, and uh, it just kind of highlights like everything about our rivalry. It, it just kind of contributes to that where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the Steve Gleason blocked punt, the, the Mike Motti block or the, uh, yeah, Motti blocked mm-hmm. punt. And then That's and then Alex Oka for block punt. It's just it's just friggin' art to see for me. You know what I mean? Same. Yeah. Dilly That's dilly pretty awesome. That. Um, for me, I think I'd have to go. Um, actually, it's sort of like two things in one. So, uh, EA Sports, like the Madden, you know, or the Madden Twitter account, right? So, um, I think was it mm. the Saints? I don't remember who. Yeah. But um, I know what you're talking they, about. They they tweeted the Madden Twitter account. They're like, hey. You guys need to bump up uh, Drew Brees' spin move. <laughs> so then they, like, stamp it where it's, like, under review, mm-hmm. and then they accepted it. And then Alvin Kamara actually just tweeted them himself. He's like, yo, guys, you need to put, like, tape on my arms. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and I haven't, I'm not sure if they've accepted that one yet, but they definitely put, like, a huge stamp on it under review. So that's my thing. Saints, Saints players finally getting recognized for elusiveness. Drew Brees, no, we have Michael Vick as our quarterback oh we have michael vick as two quarterbacks for the saints you know like we're freaking awesome and alvin Kamara is awesome too tape or no tape so 
Yeah, yeah, my uh, that got brought up like early in the off season too to put tape on his arms. They never did, so I really hope they change it this time. Speaking yeah. of the of the Mike Vick, my uh, this dude I'm I'm buddies with on Twitter, uh, he's he's incredibly hilarious. Um, definitely not like a PG rated guy, but he's a good guy. Um, had a he posted a video of the spin move. Um, oh yeah, and of himself going crazy. And his 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 name's Marlon. It's at his his handle is at it's it's low I T S and then L E A U X. So he posted a video of that. It's actually pinned on his account. That video's got a million views. Wow, jeez, a million views, wow. and it's I'm gonna check it out right now. Crazy, and the the caption is yeah, is I'm not I not I'm unable to repeat it on the podcast. <laughs> <but>. It's okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's great. It's just a spin move play. Mar- Marlon's going nuts. That video, that video, has got a million views uh, on it, and I thought that's so cool because he's got 350 followers. It's not like he's a guy right. that's got you know 10,000 followers and no. Oh, I got- retweeted too. That's funny, dude. It's got yeah, 12,000 awesome. retweets, 35,000, uh, 35,000 likes. I mean, it's Damn. just cool. And actually, he's a he's a rapper, so he used that that million views on his video. To- the plug wow. is SoundCloud. He's there pretty go. good. He's, he's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, that was super funny. I remember. I remember seeing that. Uh, there were yeah, a lot of there were a lot of funny memes coming out of that game after that spin move. <laughs> I feel. I don't feel bad. I should, but I don't feel bad for Brian Poole. That's just absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, I was uh, just, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, uh, Toots, and you know, uh, guys, if you have any uh, thing more to say, uh, feel free to say it now. And also, make sure. For if you guys weren't listening already, uh, listen to him now. So make, make sure you guys to uh, plug your social media, you know, one yeah. more time. Yeah, definitely. First off, uh, again, thank you guys very much for having Appreciate us on. It. Uh, oh, thank you guys. Yeah, Love you guys. Uh, it, we, we're, we're big fans of one of the things that, that breweries do is they collaborate with each other. So uh, being able to collaborate with you guys, I think it's awesome. Um Especially we're like coast to coast right now. I yeah, love it. yeah, and I, yeah. And you guys are all over. You guys are all over the place, also. Yeah. So, so we're like we're covering the whole nation right now. Yes, we pretty <laughs> much are. <laughs> Saints football everywhere. Yeah. Yes. So, so we want to thank you guys, and then again, uh, well, you guys can all follow us at Saint Craft Radio uh, on all of uh, our handles. Are going to be on iTunes Twitter and, and Spreaker, exactly. and then where... listen to us again, of course, uh, on Spreaker and, and iTunes. Uh, but that's basically uh, yeah. I just want to say real quick, guys. Uh, that's a drink, real by quick, the way. That's a drink. Um, uh, <laughs> we really appreciate being on with you guys. Love talking shop with you guys, and uh, um, just this season. Uh, it's such a big season, so it's thir- you know week four coming up. It's just so exciting to like get back into the you know talking football, having a drink, and 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 For getting sure. to. Getting to commiserate with you guys, like like now, it's really really cool, and and we really appreciate it, and, and thank you for uh, for having us on your show. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, yeah we know we really fun. appreciate you guys Thanks, coming guys. on. It's awesome. We need to do it yeah. again in the future, very near yeah, future. Sure. Have you guys on? Um, and guys, be sure to check out uh, later on this week too. Uh, the Saints uh, v Giants uh, preview podcast which will be coming out tomorrow evening we'll be having patricia Trena of the athletic new york city and the host of the locked on giants podcast so uh, be sure to check that out but uh yeah again thank you guys so much for coming on uh we'll, we'll definitely have to have you on soon uh tyler if you want to plug yep. with the uh, outros unless anybody else have anything to Let's... say i think we're good though yeah go ahead man 
Okay, really quick. We forgot to mention it. I, I'm glad I remembered now. Charlie, kudos to you, my dude. We had a poll, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked, so uh, even though all of us were immensely wrong, uh, we had to <laughs> yeah. give kudos to Charlie because he won the vote. So we asked, uh, in this week's episode of Who Had This Podcast, uh, Dayton, uh, uh, Dayton, Charlie, me, Matt, when we had him on, all predicted the score for the Saints-Falcons game. And we said, which score could you see happening the most? And the answers were Dayton, 28 to 24, 19%. And myself, 28 to 20, 23%. Matt, by two touchdowns, 23%. And Charlie, bumping a bum, uh, 23 to 20, 35%. Charlie, you own that one, dude. Yeah, and but I wasn't right though. I think yeah. Dayton was actually closer to. And everybody the doubted points. me, and and and, okay. and all the voters doubted me. No, yeah, I know it's all right. It's it's funny. It's funny looking back on it now. <laughs> nah, I love the polls though. We should we'll do more polls and tweet those yeah. out. Yeah, and one the, more quick one too. Uh, another one. Uh, uh, this one actually has forty-one votes. The last one only had like twenty-six. Uh, we asked uh, New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees needs 418 yards to be the new passing yards leader in NFL history. And we said, which game do you think will happen? Uh, week 4 at Giants, only 24%. Or Week 5, Monday Night Football versus the Redskins. The game I'm going to be at, uh, 76%. So, awesome. yeah, so let's, hope, let's hope that happens that game. But um, I hope he – what does he need, 416? 418. 418. 418. Okay. It, it's possible. Okay. It's, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a shootout. So here's hoping that he throws like 417 yards. <laughs> there you go. You're going to be in the dome for that game, Tyler? Uh, yeah. I, oh, my first time oh, ever seeing so, a home scenes game. I can't oh, wait. Oh, that's so awesome, dude. That's so Enjoy. awesome. Yeah. yeah, We're staying down there for a week, my dad and I. So. Oh, my oh, God. It's going to be lit, boys. I, I can't wait. Dude, if, I, I mean, I did a lot of work down in New Orleans. So, I mean, and I was there – for work and that that was tough on the liver um <laughs> being, there, being there for a week you always have to give me some tips on what to have to drink but yeah, uh, we can do a whole everything. episode on just, just drink everything. just talking about being in orleans <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have you guys have to get down there for a game in the dome man oh i, I was have, actually yeah. I, I was there for the uh for the panthers uh uh playoff, playoff game last nice. Oh, really nice wow. that was yeah. thank you game. thank you you were good luck for that game. Oh yeah. man, that was that was amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Ted yeah. Ginn's bomb. I bet yeah. the dome exploded on that play. That was amazing. Yeah, it definitely best part, was. Best part of that game was the Hootat chant. Honestly, mm. well, I told you. Did, see, Tyler, I'm telling you, dude, the best yeah, part I can't about wait, the dome man. is I'm the Hootat chant. That was crazy. That I'm was telling amazing. you, dude. Mark Ingram's gonna lead it because he's coming oh, back. Yeah. Oh, he, he's the dome. So I want the dome is gonna be rocking. Yeah, I'm actually rush yards. 150 rush yards. Oxygen gets sucked in, like as everyone like just breathes in so, yeah, right before they start yelling that's the, you can actually feel that oh you can wow. you can you can feel it yeah. and i'm going to the uh the the uh, rams game this year i can't oh, nice. i haven't been down in the dome since the 2014 season i've seen Jeez. other games around in other stadiums of the saints but this is the first time i've been in the the dome since 2014 which before that we would go like every year to a game so i'm excited i'll be at the uh, ravens game too since that's about nice. you know Lucky. about, <laughs> about an hour or so for me awesome uh, and that's the only team that breeze hasn't beat is the ravens so i hope yeah. to god yeah we need to win and we'll we we'll have uh, we'll have Lindsay okay on for that uh preview episode too i'm excited for that yep we'll have a little spoiler but yeah we'll have mm-hmm. her as the yeah, guest no spoiler. Slot for that preview episode but yeah yeah That'll let's get awesome. 
let's get to that outro though before this rambles any longer. Um, guys, uh, thanks so much for the guests for tuning in. You know, uh, go check out all their social media, like we mentioned. For us though, uh, for our Twitter accounts, make sure to follow the official Who That Dish podcast account at the WDD Podcast on Twitter. Make sure to uh, check out our media analyst Charlie at Saint Charlie. Our other, talk, talk, Charlie. other dude, the amazing dude, Char- uh, Dayton. Uh, at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. Follow myself at Raymond Tyler M. Make sure to check out uh, whodatdish.com, uh, the Facebook page on Facebook, Who That Dish. You can see all the amazing articles. Uh, if you want to catch up on the Saints 24-7, they're there, as well as our podcast links. And you can also find those on Spreaker.com and iTunes. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, guys, be sure to subscribe to and rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Follow the Twitter account to stay up to date, do all those polls, and uh, just interact with us as much as we can because we love hearing your guys' feedback. So, again, thank you so much. And be sure to follow us on all the platforms and everything, hoodatdish.com, to read those amazing Saints articles. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow when we uh, have the Giants preview episode, so be sure to watch out for that. And as always. And everybody, who that? Who